Your Partner in Success Radio is a free business podcast with host Denise Griffiths. It's all about great stories, conversation, and context to help you move your business and life forward with actionable tips and advice from her guest experts. To listen and subscribe, just find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Good morning and welcome to your Partner in Success Radio, where top performers share their secrets to help you achieve your personal and your professional goals. I am your host, Denise Griffiths, and together with my amazing guests, we bring you inspiring and actionable insights to take your life and your business to the next level. This podcast is ranked in the top 2% globally, and it's because of my guests. So that also, they make it a must listen. They have so much to share. So whether you're tuning in for entrepreneurial tips, career advice, or personal development strategies, get ready to turn inspiration into action, challenges into triumphs, and dreams into reality. And my guest today is my friend and colleague, David Brown, the business plan answer man. And our topic today is navigating the world of hobby and business podcasts. Here's the thing. Creating a podcast can be a very fulfilling venture. Whether you're exploring a passion project or you're aiming to grow your business. So, when discussing the key differences between a hobby podcast and a business podcast, there are several very important, excuse me, very important points to consider. And when exploring the distinct characteristics that separate these two, hobby from business podcasts, There are so many things that come to the forefront and understanding these differences not only clarifies the intentions behind creating a podcast, but it also highlights the necessity here. I'm going to say this in capital letters, the necessity of a tailored business plan, especially for podcasts with commercial ambitions. David, welcome to your partner in success radio. You and I welcome back rather, excuse me. You and I have been talking about this topic for a long time now And on my side, at least, this topic has been fueled by watching Facebook and Reddit podcast groups. And you and I are very concerned about the significant amount of time and resources and angst that seems to be expended as individuals dive into podcasting without a clear plan regarding of what type of podcast they, they have. So welcome back. Well, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure and an honor uh, to be a guest on your program and you're right this topic um, is something that strikes near and dear to both our hearts seeing people um, expend money that they don't need to and it could be done with just a, a simple planning session of their own to lay it all out before they get started and it just hurts when i see people uh, throw money out the window i'd rather give it to me than out the window well Exactly. And you and I have talked about this for a while. We've been thinking about doing this podcast and, you know, some some other things that we're doing because it is so important. And in my opinion, and I'm going to date this podcast as much as I hate to, 2024 is the year of the podcast. Everybody is jumping into it and God bless them. They should. And I am all for getting your voice heard. I'm also for not getting divorced because you spent money you didn't have and put your wife's car out in the the driveway and took over the garage for a studio for a podcast that you don't have yet. That's That was a huge talking point for me when we started this. But I watch people, oh, you know, they're, they're so excited. You could feel it. It's palpable. And then, the, oh, it didn't work. We have to quit. And my heart just drops for them. Well, absolutely. And I think that uh, this... Um, description that you just put where they they took over the garage that may have been the piece that pushed us over the edge oh it was yeah Um, as you said many many uh amounts of time have we spent talking about that situation and i look at some of these posts out there today in the facebook groups uh, and and the new podcasters and you're right you're seeing more and more, which is great because people need have a message they want to share. That's the best way to get it across. But there's, you know, flying by the seat of their pants, for lack of a better term, and not knowing what's going to happen next. And there's so much information available. 
to avoid that situation. And we're hoping you and I, as we talked about this, to help them along the way by sharing the information, answering their questions, because between the two of us, there's so much knowledge in the business and podcasting world that uh, we can go on for hours and hours and hours just and to things to help them go. We will on Facebook Live and probably some LinkedIn Lives as well, because this topic is so near and dear to both of us. And we have, we've been kind of, you know, chewing at death and just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. It's time. And especially because we're looking at rising costs on everything you need to feed your family. You don't necessarily need to hire an editor for your podcast that isn't going anywhere. So we're going to talk about a lot of things, but you're right. Listen, I've been doing this for 16 years. My podcast is now old enough to drive. I kid you not. I've been doing it for a long time. You have been doing your work for a long time. So we really do want people to listen and go, oh, it's that easy. Nothing is really easy, but it can be simple and you can do it without mortgaging the house and that's not not actually a joke i've seen people say well you know i need a studio and i need this i need to hire an editor and i need to hire this person is it a hobby or is it a business what the heck are you doing so let's talk about that all right yeah that's you know a big determination of what type of planning we need to do just like any other um oh any other program you're going to start, whether it's woodworking or auto mechanic, whatever, if you're doing it because this is what you want to do, it's fun, exciting, or you want to try and monetize it down the road to make it into a, a business enterprise, that's going to help us determine you know, how much detail we need to put in your plan. If this is your hobby, uh, it's made, you're going to write down just, uh, you know, it's not a money-making venture, it's just you want to spread this about, let's say your topic is is woodworking. I'm, you know, I've done, I do a little woodworking myself. My dad did it, but that information, you just want to share it and learn from everybody else that either be a guest, but these are what you have to put down. What is the purpose of the podcast? Number one, why do you want to do it? And that'll be the big answer. And that'll help us determine which way we need to go with your planning, whether it's just a simple one piece of paper or we got to get a little more in depth. But again, it's, as Denise says, it sounds simple, but it's not always easy. Uh, and I think with a little bit of help, which I, I should say, I not think, I know that in discussions that we'll have uh, going forward on a regular basis, we'll answer those questions for you and give you the help you need to determine whether we're going to be doing this and try and monetize it, or, or it's a spinoff of our business, or it's just something you've got to do because we want to we enjoy, as Denise and I will tell you, talking and having a lot of fun. We do. And I started mine, as anybody who's ever listened to this podcast, I started mine purely as an accident. You know, this was before anybody even knew what a podcast was. And I plead ignorance. I didn't know I was on a podcast. And a friend of mine, she's, you know, radio personality. And she wanted to interview me. And I was thinking, you know, it's kind of the old fashioned thing, you know, 16 years ago, she just wants me, she wants to record, you know, a little conversation with us. And I was thinking she was going to record it on a little handheld device and, you know, talk about web development and the, whatever I was doing at that time. It's always been web development, but that and other things. And we had a ball. We talked for about 60 minutes. And I said, well, you know, send me, a, um, when you write the article, send it to me. She said, oh, Denise, it's already out there. I said, what do you mean out there? And she sent me the link as Blog Talk Radio. And I heard my own voice for the first time and cringed because you know what I think about my own voice. I think I'm waiting to say happy birthday, Mr. President. I think I sound ridiculous, but that didn't stop me. I went, what's a what's a podcast? And I listened to it and I called her. I said, how do I do this? And a podcast was born because I am a highly committed introvert. There are no pictures of me on the internet. I needed a way to network and get my voice heard. Here I am. Well, and, you know, and there's a lot of that similarity when I got involved with the podcast early in my 
business venture that uh, doing the business planning, one of my business coaches at the time, which is a mutual friend of ours, says, you know, if you want to reach the masses and it, let people know who you are and what you do, the most effective way is be a guest on a podcast. And I'm like you, you know, well, what about this and that? And so I've got into being a guest on many podcasts over the years, and you've uh, blessed me with the opportunity to be a guest on yours a few times. But we're reaching out to people because this is the most effective way, cost-effective way that we can do it. We can't travel all over the country and the world to broadcast and tell people about what we do, but they have time where they can log into a, a podcast while they're driving, while they're working in the yard, whatever the case may be. And we can reach out and say, hey, if this is what you want to do, we can help you do it, give you the some advice to do this. And that, to me, is where the excitement really boils down to. It does. And listen, I'm going to just say this right now. You'll hear us say it you know, on our, our lives, but there's an awful lot of really poor advice poor, expensive advice in these groups. And I'm not saying ignore them. I'm saying get in there and delve. But if you're taking advice from somebody who's been podcasting for, oh, 10 or 11 minutes, please don't do that. Find somebody who has been doing it for a while. They've got a track record. You can find them all over the internet. They're doing it and they're doing it well. And ask for advice from those people. If somebody said, oh, you need to hire an editor, you need to do this, you need to do that, and you don't have a podcast yet or a plan yet, please don't do that. Just please don't. I'm begging you. Well, exactly. And like all our work that we do across the spectrum, there's a lot of free resources out there online that you can find, including us. But <laughs> uh, if I look at these things and I can say, I just want to cry because... You see somebody buy into it, and I want to reach out there and just say, wait a minute, stop, don't quit. But if you don't have an idea or, or something on paper to, to follow, you're going to be goals, something, anything. Put it on a whiteboard. Keep it in front of you. But be careful what advice you take. We're going to stress that a lot. And listen, these are all well-meaning people. I'm not disparaging anybody. They mean well. They're excited. They're doing it. And they want to share their knowledge. But their knowledge is limited. So well, absolutely. You know, unlike yourself, like you see, it's, uh, you've got a driving uh, child yeah, here. I do. <laughs> That's unique. I love that. But we've experienced, we've went through a lot of the highs and lows in both our respective fields. So we understand we've been where you are at and we just want to help you avoid some of the mistakes that we made in our careers. And the easiest way to do that is we're going to talk about it and going forward in just as he says, we're going to be doing some lives, which ties into your, your own podcast. What are you, are you going to do it live? So all of a sudden you're, you're going to log on or your guest is going to log on with you and you're going to be broadcasting live, no editing whatsoever. What you hear is what you get. That's how I've always done it. And believe me, people say, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. You're having a conversation. That's another topic, but keep going. Yeah. And so rather than, as you know, hire an editor, what do you, how you want to do it? Do you want to record it? Then you want to take out some silent spots or you want to do different things with it. And that's all going to require when you lay it out what it's going to look like. How are you going to do it? What it's going to cost? What are your next steps? What are your goals? What kind of money do you have to, to throw at this? Do you have no money? We can help you with that too. We can tell you how to do it for practically nothing, but get started, get moving and build it. It's like, what you know, Dave, you and I have talked about this when you're going to build a house, First of all, you talk to an architect, well, you buy the land, you talk to an architect, you talk to the builders, baby steps, baby steps the whole way. You don't go, oh, I'm going to pour a concrete slab today and, you know, hire, do a barn build. We're just going to, all the neighbors are going to come up, put up the framing. No, they're not. You have to have a plan. Yep. I work with a lot of hobbyists 
in various segments of the in, of the business realm because it, they just want to do this. They might sell their wares at a craft show or something like that. So it's mainly a, a way to have a little fun, maybe make a little spending money along the side, but it's not a business venture they want to get involved with and do all the buildup of what it takes to operate a business. So we'll talk about some of these things. But the first thing I ask me again is like I stated a little a couple minutes ago is why? Why do you want to do it? And what do you want to talk about? Top piece, regardless of whether you're going to be a business venture or a hobby. But we need to know what what that what you want out of it. And have you looked at what it's going to cost to set it up? You know, if I'm and going to start out a new it. woodworking uh, right. habit. Keen it too. Oh, I've you know, I've got just a small handful of woodworking tools and power tools and the price of them is, is that he said, everything's going up. And uh, sometimes I like to do a project around the house because my wife will let me buy a new tool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is going to be no different. That's tricky. I hope she does. Well, she wanted new this. covered doors, so I got to buy me a new table saw. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, want around this, right? <laughs> I, want I had her blessing to spend a couple hundred bucks. You know, if I go in and and start grading my savings account to go buy something, you know, it's not going to be used or set up a studio. You know, I'm going to either go be sleeping in the doghouse or in divorce court. Mm -hmm. And I don't want either one of them. Although I did put cable in the doghouse. Um, That's but, another topic. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is the stuff that we're going to, we're going to look at. Uh, and if you ask, you know, successful podcasters and starting with the D's, they're going to tell you that they didn't have this soundproof studio or the top of the line microphones and things like that. And then when you look at your podcast and when you're laid it out, are you going to do like we're doing? It's just audio. I've always said I have a face for radio, so this works out well. You don't do you need lighting issues, backdrops? So there's a lot of this stuff that comes into play. You've got virtual backgrounds that weren't available even three years ago. That you get all this stuff free. So don't think you gotta invest thousands of dollars. Uh I'm on my computer right now as we re, uh discuss all these things, and I have a desktop mic sitting here that I got for twenty dollars on Amazon. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's what it costs, but my kids got it for me because that's what I wanted. I don't have a $600 microphone, and you don't need one either to get started. I know people that are doing this with their iPhone headphones and doing the whole podcast from their iPhone. So Exactly. When I started in 2008, I believe it was, I used my phone for 10 years, my desktop. I was glad to have that yesterday when AT&T went down. I didn't even know because I have a desktop, a desk phone, um, landline rather. But I did that for 10 years. And then I went, oh, you know, because things evolved and I could do it on my computer. So I bought uh, Logitech, I think it is, headphones, $20 Amazon. They work just fine. Exactly. And those are the, the secrets that we want to share with the, with our listeners on you know, if you want to do it, lay out your plan. We'll help you lay out your plan with some of the ideas we're going to discuss uh, moving forward. But help you decide what you need without spending the money. And you help you decide what topic your podcast is going to be about. As Denise started in, in her introduction here, you know, she does personal development in business. But again, if you're a hobby, what's your hobby doing? I know a lot of people that are into fishing and they love to talk about fishing. So this is an, you know, something that's natural. And then you have to decide if it's just going to be you rambling on for an hour about your favorite things and what your spots, or if you're going to have guests as Denise does to help uh, discuss it and get different viewpoints. So these are all things that you're going to lay out in a plan, whether like I can say whether it's one sheet or multiple sheets uh, to get it all done, but you're going to have a plan to follow up, keep you on course. And, you know, you just raised a, another point in my mind that I see a lot of people, because I do hang around in Reddit, and I do hang around in these groups, because even though podcasting is not my primary business, I am a web developer, I'm a digital agency, but this is very much a passion project for me. And I'm 
interested in what other people are doing, how the industry is growing, where it might be failing. And I'm noticing more and more that people, and you can tell they had no plan. They're like, oh, well, you know, I had, my cousin was my guest and she's moved or she's pregnant or something has happened. The, the hosting partnership has broken down. Now they don't know, do they continue? Do they go on their own? A lot of angst there. And more often than not, they went together and they bought equipment and they bought tools and they bought subscriptions to different things. And now let's say the one is pregnant. She needs diapers. She can't afford all this stuff anymore. So part of your plan needs to be, how are you going to proceed? And do you have a plan if it all falls to, to the ground and breaks in half? Well, exactly. And there's a lot of things that we covered in there. And we get to this point where if you've got that, so many people that they don't think long-term, you need to be planning out what your uh, podcast is going to revolve to from, say you're starting it in March, right? Are you going to do this once a week, once a month, twice a month, whatever the case is, you need to figure that out and schedule that. All right, what do I want to do this month? What do I want to do that next month? And right on down the road, uh, you need that for one to help you say, right, for this month, I want to have somebody talk about writing a book. Next month, I want to talk about how to market that book and write on. And so, but you've got it scheduled as what topic you're going to do. Then if you're going to find speakers or somebody to come on and be your guest, you need to be able to say, all right, this would make a good one for this, but you can't do it at the spur of a moment. You've got to look and plan out three to four months ahead of time. And as we talk to watch on these groups and somebody's looking for a, a podcast guest for June because they're full based on their plan. Oh, I'm full. That's I'm how full. you be successful. Yep. Yeah, I'm way full. In fact, I'm having to tell people, listen, I'm so sorry, but can you circle back? You know, I can't even put you on the schedule right now because it's just too far away. So can you come back in two months and we'll start the process again? And they're happy to, but you just, another topic kind of popped up in my head while you were talking and you're right. You do need to schedule. You do need to have a plan, but, and I cannot stress this enough. If you're not consistent, if you say I am going to broadcast in my case, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do three, three of these a week. I better show up because I've got people looking for me. And well, if they exactly. find me, they're not going to keep listening. They're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, you just can't do one whatever, whenever you feel like it. These things are so important. And if you want to build credibility, so you start out as a hobby. Yeah, I'm having a good time with this. You know, I enjoy doing this. I want to take it up a notch. Well, you figure out how we're going to do that. But nobody's going to want to jump on your podcast as a guest if you can't tell them when their program's going to air. So these things are all part and parcel of the plan that you're going to create. Just like in any business, you're going to make a calendar of when things are going to happen, how you're going to market it, what you're going to market. This is no different because your marketing is your podcast. Good point. I just wrote that down. Your marketing is your podcast. And let's talk very, very quickly about the differences. You know, go ahead and describe for me the difference between a hobby podcast and a business podcast, because they're very different object objectives. Right. The, if you're in a business podcast, you've got specific goals that you want to accomplish from your podcast. And again, those are spelled out. You know, I need to build my audience so that they can learn about what I'm doing. And your, one of your long-term goals would be to monetize it. How am I going to make money off my podcast? Well, those are the things that you're going to lay out in your plan for your business. It's an extension of what you're already doing in your consulting or brick and mortar business, whatever it is, that's an extension of your marketing because you're spreading your word among the masses, as we talked about earlier. 
compared to a hobby, it said, you know, we're just going to have fun. I'm not worried about making money. Uh, I've structured this. So my costs are minimal. As you know, what we strive to do, it's all about being cost effective. But it's, you're not in it to make a business out of it. You just want to talk to your people with the same background, same hobby. Again, you know, when you talk to somebody that gets into competitive fishing, the bass fishermen, you know, these are competitions out there and you could build a whole empire, which you see in, in the, if you follow any type of those sports, they're out there, but you just want to meet other people. What a better way to do it is to sit down with a conversation over a cup of coffee on a podcast. And so that doesn't get into the depth if you're trying to really solidify a business venture. And how you operate behind the scenes is where the difference is going to be seen. It is. And you mentioned something very important. And the thing about podcasting, hobby or business, you are, whether you understand this or not, or whether this is part of your plan and it should be, you're building community. In my case, you're not going to know who I am if you run into me in the Walmart parking lot. You won't have a clue because nobody knows who I, what I look like. And I go out and, you know, baseball cap and my largest Ray-Bans and my resting bitch face. So nobody knows who I am. But the thing is, I have built over years, and I'm so proud of this because of this podcast, I have built a huge community. I've got a huge entrepreneurial library. I'm looking at all these books that are gifted to me by my authors, you know, who are podcasts on the show. And I have met people and stayed in touch with people from literally all over the world. It's a great way to become a community and be part of a community. Oh, that is so key. And I look back over the years that I've been on podcasts as a guest, uh, you know, as yours, such as yours, you know, and you look at that, we've built up a relationship that is going to last forever, even though she does. I, I have no idea what she looks like. I'm gorgeous. You know, there are some things that you do by design. Right. And, you know, that's just the way she prefers it, where, you know, I'm all over the place. So you're going to see my face and me all over the place. I always tease people that you'll find me on the post office wall. <laughs> that's not but a good thing. It by is. The, way. <laughs> the people I've met through the podcast industry and some of these hosts are fabulous people. I should not say some of them, all of them, because you're, when you, people want to be a guest. They're very selective about which podcast they go on. And that's what you want to do. You want to build a solid reputation as somebody that's going to seek you out and say, hey, I want to be on your podcast. You know, we both enjoy bass fishing, you know, whether it's uh, competition or just plain uh, recreational fishing. But you've got so much in common that you can build off of that. And pretty soon people are going to be knocking at your door and saying, hey, can I be your guest? And these friendships that he says, you know, they're going to last. And listening to podcasts, uh, as I do, I'm an avid listener of multiple podcasts because I want to learn little tips. It might not be, you know, somebody says, well, I already know that. Well, yeah, but it reaffirmed that you knew it. But as Denise said, she's written down a couple of notes already just from our conversation. And a lot of the podcasts I would have to listen to at least multiple times because once just to get the general gist of it. But the second time I'm sitting someplace with a pen and a paper because I want to take all these notes because I can use that. And you may have secrets, uh, you know, fishing spot or hunting spot that you want to talk about an area without giving away the uh, grand prize. So. Yeah, you will make uh, friends all over the world and at times you will pinch yourself because you can't believe that you've got these people in your Rolodex. This is so true. Listen, when I first started, and like I said, I, it was me and maybe eight other people. We, we were thin on the ground, but it never occurred to, well, I started to say, I started to lie a little bit. It never occurred to me to stop doing it. It actually did. Because in the very early days, I couldn't find guests. And I'm not interesting enough to talk for an hour about anything. 
I would bore myself to tears. So I need guests. You know, that's to me, that's just where the magic happens. And I had interviewed Bob Berg, you know, the go-givers and the go-givers give more. And I had interviewed a number of people just because I asked them to come on and like, you know, me, they didn't really know much about podcasting. So they're sure, let's do that. And I hit a stretch where I couldn't find anybody. And, you know, if I make a promise that I'm going to show up on Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning with this podcast, I have to show up on Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was in a snit. I was like, it's time to let this go. I don't really know what I'm doing. I didn't have a plan. And I freely admit that. And I'm a huge fan of Larry Winget. I have all of his books. I had watched his, I think it was on A&E. It was a little TV program he had. I really like Larry Winget. So I thought, why not? You know, I'm in his uh, podcast, not podcast, but in his Facebook business page, you know, and I, I will comment every once in a while. Maybe he knows who I am, but I know he knows Bob Burke. So I just sat down and I sent a, a note on Facebook, not through Messenger, whatever it was that we had at the time. And I said, listen, and this is something else we'll talk about, how to introduce yourself. That's important. But I, I was very careful about introducing myself, told him who I was, what the show is about, that I was truly a fan of his, you know, his work and that I had already interviewed Bob Berg. I didn't want him to think I was just going, hey, you want to come on my podcast? Thanks. Don't do that. So anyway, I thought, okay, raised my hands from the keyboard, walked out of here, went into the kitchen, stuck my head in the refrigerator to cool down. <laughs> I seriously did this and came back about 15 minutes later. And he said, sure, I'd love to. <gasps> Larry Winget saved my podcast. And if you don't know who Larry is, Google him. He's the yeah. pitfall of personal development. And not only is he a blast to listen to, because you will learn and you will realize you are learning, but he tells it like it is, you know, and you got to love Larry. Uh, I've listened to him on various podcasts. I've read most, most if not all of his books as Denise has, because I find a very interesting person. He is. In, and neither one of us has filters. I remember he's been my guest multiple times. And I remember at one point we were talking about the driving habits of Louisiana nuns. He said, you know, we're going to get letters. I said, I oh, know we don't have filters. <laughs> and nobody got really offended. But I'm going to tell you, if you're in southwest Louisiana and you come across an old station wagon and you can't see a head over that steering wheel, that's a nun. Let them go. Go just don't try to get around them. Let them go. They're dangerous. Well, you know, and that's just part, you know, the fun that you can have with your podcast. As you can tell, Denise and I are just having a good time as we're talking to you about podcasting. And these friendships, I'm telling you, are priceless. They are. Use, use your voice. It's the biggest megaphone we have. And you're going to reach much more than a social media page or a email newsletter, whatever, by itself. You take that that in combination with your podcast. Now you're starting to build on spreading that word and you're going to build a following. And so don't be afraid to get into this. But before you do, sit down with a pen and paper and say, okay, what do I want? Why am I want to do this? And then do a little research before you get started. How much, if I need to buy a, a headset microphone or earbuds or whatever the case may be, know what you want. And chances are you've already got this stuff around the house and you're using it if you're any type of techno geek or not. I have a set of earbuds for, you know, and almost in every vehicle I have and briefcases and everything else, but. So you've got a lot of the stuff that so you don't have to go out and make a huge investment. One of your biggest costs would be uh, the platform that you're going to host your podcast on. But you got to do that research ahead of time and keep your notes. What are we going to do? Well, this one will do this, 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 and this, and it's X number of dollars a month. This one will do A, B, C, D, and it's only half that amount. But make your notes figure out what you're going to do, which one's going to give you the best invest return on your investment. 
and pick one that you can stay with for the long term because moving podcasts around is tricky and you're going to lose a lot of your episodes. It's just don't find where you can live for a while. I've been with Blog Talk Radio since 2008. I am now ready to move somewhere else and it scares me to death, but I have to do it. Yep. Well, and some of these don't stay long on the market. So yeah. look at the track record of the, of the platform that you're going to do uh, the hosting on. And also what other outlet are you going to put your podcast on? Is it going to be on uh, Apple iTunes? Is it going to be on Spotify? And the list goes on. But those are things that you need to look at ahead of time and investigate if there's any cost to doing that so that you're prepared. You want to avoid surprises, whether it's a hobby or a business or whatever. Just as in your, you know, in your personal life, you want to avoid financial surprises. And the way to do that is have a plan on what you're going to do and start making that decisions along the way. It's all about bite-sized chunks. It really is. And you're talking about getting your podcast out there when you're looking for a host. I'm just going to toss this in there. Make sure, and I think most of them do now, but make sure your hosting platform has an RSS feature where they are automatically going to send your show out that day the day it posts it's going to go out there i found out a year or so ago that i'm an audible who knew my rss put it in there it's like okay now i'm famous Woo-hoo. it shocked me to find you know because i like audible i listen to a lot of things and i came across my own podcast and went what the heck then i realized it happened without my knowledge rss so that's something important we'll talk about those on the lives too but Really, what you and I are trying to do today is to help people understand that without a goal, without a strategy, without a plan, which I I admit I started out without a plan. Thank goodness I did not give up. We don't want you to give up. We don't want you to stumble into big old gaping holes because you didn't see them or you didn't plan for them, a plan to avoid them rather. So we're going to do everything we can to help you by sharing our knowledge, our hard-won, hard-fought knowledge that we've accrued throughout the years. Exactly. You know, I was always told uh, that there's two ways that you can learn. Your experiences and the experience of others. Well, if you learn from the experience of others, like Denise and I, you're going to save time, you're going to save headache, and you're going to save money because we've made those uh mistakes and we've overcome them so we want to share the, the outcome and how to avoid them to start with but if you do get in that direction we want to help you understand that sometimes it's just a simple tor- turn on that path that you've laid out to get away from it and those are things that we want to share and the reason for the live that we want we're going to be doing uh, going forward is a simple fact that you can while you're on here, send us a note. You got a question, we want to hear from you. And you can send oh, them yeah. ahead of time. And this is going to be about you in your podcast, but we're going to help you along the way to be successful. And this, you know, is true whether you're an aspiring podcast host or you're an aspiring podcast guest. And in my opinion, you need to be both. And I say that, and I'm not often on other people's podcasts, so that's on my list of things to do this year is to get better about being on the other side of the microphone. And and I have no no real excuse. I am busy. I do this three times a week. I have another business, but it's still, it's not a good excuse. So I've been smacking myself, you know, on the hand, like, bad Denise, bad Denise. So I'm kidding. If anybody wants me to come on their podcast, just let me know. I'll be happy to. Within reason, within reason. It has to, you know, depend on the topic in your audience. But, and same with you, David. I mean, you're available. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I enjoy, uh, as you could tell, uh, being a guest. I have yet to pull the trigger on having my own podcast. I have to, as Denise says, sometimes we have to get our own house in order and lined up in the right way. I've got some other projects that are taking precedence over me doing that, but it's going to be in the future. That is going to be the way of business going forward. 
It is. And let me interrupt you because this is so important. I wrote it down and I didn't have a chance to kind of jump in and and say it, but you're talking about how we reach a bigger voice. And the way I put it is get your voice heard. What we're doing with podcasting on either side of the microphone is quite frankly, marketing 101. If you're not engaging, if you're not getting heard, if you're not being heard and you're not welcoming other voices in, your marketing has a huge gaping hole in it. Oh, without a doubt. And that was one of the things I could say that I learned early on is if you want to reach out and build an audience, if you're content with just, hey, I'm going to do just do stuff in my community. I'm not worried about meeting other people. That's fine. That's your decision. But I'm always under the impression the more viewpoints and lessons I can learn from outside the normal area, I can grow too. And if you talk to Denise or any other podcast host, you're going to find how that they learn so much from their guests. And as she says, all the books that she's accumulated, because people like me who are authors, we want to get on a podcast. We send our books out to them. Absolutely. And I read them and I review them. And I've got a special bookcase with, you know, your, well, I've got a special shelf. I have three bookcases in here. I'm going to need to big, build a bigger house pretty soon. <laughs> but yeah, I've got one shelf in particular. You're on that shelf. Our friend Tony Robleski is on that shelf. Ben Gay the third, definitely on that shelf. Every book on that shelf is within easy reaching distance. I don't even have to go look for them. Yeah, yeah those ones that are, become reference books. Yep that we can use and i've got same way here i've got a couple shelves full of ones that i use all the time over the years but it's fun when you can read a book and then you have a chance to visit with the author and this is the stuff that gets into it i'll meet people out and they might remember the book oh wait a minute i've seen this Um, and i've got uh, a few of them out there but it's just something that you can express your viewpoints both in the written form and in the audible form, but, oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we encourage people to do this, but we encourage you to do it smartly. And when With that's our, our, our lot here on this is we want to help you launch a successful podcast. I learn from Denise every time we talk. And so one of these days, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to get all my pieces together on a podcast, but I've got to make sure that I can commit to that time frame and be consistent with this. As she said, is you cannot do this sporadically. And so many people early on, that's what they do. Well, I'll do something now, and, but it's a commitment, just like everything else you do, your commitment to go to work. And that's what this is to some extent, even though it's a hobby or a business, whatever it is, you're committed to be in there, as Denise says. If I'm going to be, be at 10 o'clock on Friday, one way or another, I'm going to be on at 10 o'clock on Friday. I so do. all I these do. things come into play. They do. And you said something just now, you know, if it's just a, not just a, I don't want to diminish anything, but if it's a community podcast that you've got going on, maybe you're talking about, I don't know, charity in your town. Maybe you're talking about, you know, good deeds in your, whatever it is. If you're not showing up and and your community is looking for you, they're going to be deeply disappointed and they will find other avenues to find the information that you could easily share with them. And I learned about, you know, showing up and being there and not giving up from another person way early in the podcast. I didn't realize that people were actually listening to me. In fact, and this is going to sound silly, I am still shocked when, because I do pre-interviews with my, my guests. And I'm still shocked. So, oh, I, you know, I heard you. I listened to you. I'm like, you did? I still think I'm invisible. I'm not. But apparently that's, you know, mindset is still in my head. But I had a gentleman who was a huge fan of the eight episodes that I'd put out you know, very early on. And his name was James Archery. And he has long since passed. You know, he, I, it just broke my heart. We became friends. Sweet, sweet guy. And I didn't show up one Friday. I got notes. I was like, email, Denise, where are you? Are you okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, I had no idea that somebody was actually waiting for me to get that microphone in front of me. And once I, 
I mean, I had a deep sense of embarrassment and another deep sense of, all right, I committed. I said I would do this. By golly, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you got to set any fears aside that you have. It's just a conversation between friends. And that's the way you do it. Because I'm sure that every one of us out there can sit down, somebody we know, and just talk. Some of us are better at talking than others, I would be told. But um, some of us don't know when to shut up. Like me, uh, ask people in my circle. But it's the experience of being around and communicating what you love to do and what you're so passionate about. Uh, and helping others be successful is one of the reasons I went into the uh, consulting world. Because I've got all this information and I don't want to somebody not to be successful because I can help them and I chose not to. That's not me. And so I'm almost positive that, you know, most of you out there are doing the same thing. You know, I'd rather not, if I know it, what good is it keeping it to myself? Let's share it. Well, let's share it in a broad base. And podcasting is the easiest and the most cost-effective way to do it, as we've said. But don't be afraid. Just take a planned leap. Planned leap. I love that. And, you know, one thing that I noticed, again, very early on is, and I would look at my analytics once in a while. I'll be honest with you. I don't care about downloads. I don't care about how many listens I do my my job with my podcast, you know, getting it set up, getting it out there, promoting it, continuing to promote it. That's part of my job. But at one point I was looking at my analytics and I realized, don't, don't ask me how this happened. Um, my podcast is heard in, you know, America, in Canada, and I'm big in China. Go figure. I have no explanation for that. You know, some things happen, at, you know, if you're not trying to get there, it seems like when the biggest things happen. But it's just, as you know, we've said, you're having fun, you're doing what you love to do, and the rest will follow if you do it for the right reason. Sorry, I had muted you. You're right. And whatever your reason is, and listen, it, it can be about you're a midwife. You've got information to share about that. Let's say you are in, like I am, Southwest Louisiana, but you can reach somebody from China. You can reach somebody from, I don't know, Michigan. We can get our voices heard everywhere. And if we've got good information, we're coming from the heart, which is very, very important. And especially for a hobby podcast and you're passionate about something and you're knowledgeable about something, just think of the people you can reach and get to know and communicate with. It's community building. It's marketing. Oh, absolutely. And the key piece that Denise, her and I talk a lot about this is be you. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Don't set up a persona because you can't maintain it. People are really not going to buy it after a while. Be you. If you can't be you, why can't you be you? I don't even understand how that. I've ha I've heard people say, well, I'm just not comfortable because it's public speaking. Yes, it is. But when you're talking to the cashier in a loud voice in a grocery store, you're public speaking. So get over it. Well, and like right now, yes, we're public speaking. I've got a computer screen in front of me with Denise's logo and my picture on it. I'm talking to these two. And the same thing happens, you know, with Denise, she's looking at the same thing. So really, you don't see the audience. You see yourself. And it's, so you're easy. I, you know, I, I talk to myself all the time. This is no different. In the car. I was so glad when cell phones and, you know, earbuds came, because now people don't think I'm nuts for talking to myself in the car. But back in the day. Well, we've progressed. I don't know about that. I still talk to the cupboards. You know, talk to the, I'll talk to anybody. Well, that's but, why you have cats. Yes, I do. <laughs> and by the way, they are famous on this podcast. I get Christmas cards. Hamilton is an ass. My 20 pound ginger. He's a hashtag. 
Hamilton is an ass. He gets Christmas cards. I'm not joking. And that, you know, that's just it. You have fun with what, with what you're doing, regardless whether it's a business or a hobby. You know, I've always said, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Yep. I agree with you. Listen, let's go because I had a whole bunch of questions and I know we're going to deal with these live, but I really want people to understand that we are here to talk about the difference between a hobby podcast and a business podcast. And really what I wanted to ask you about mostly for the business podcast, the business pod, the business plan has to address legal considerations. So let's talk about that because I think a lot of people just go, Oh, it's a business podcast, but you know, I'm just going to do it. No, 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 no. Listen to David. Well, it's like everything else. You have to be aware of any copyright information out there. If you start addressing things and doing um, stuff that, gets borderline well you know you don't want to be slamming people because then you get into the libel and the slander issues um but you've got to do it be honest and that's the biggest thing is you know if you do things honestly and if there's something that you're doing again this is all comes out in the planning stages to make sure that you don't violate anything that's out there on the information that you're going to be sharing because some of it may be proprietary that's a big word early in the morning that you've learned, but it's not out there for general public use. So you've got to be careful of the material and what you're publishing, because sometimes you have to get prior authorization. But again, it's, you, you know, the discrimination laws and stuff. You have to be aware of all this, regardless whether you're going to be a hobby or, or a business, because you have to be careful anytime you're in the public eye. And well, I'm on a podcast, I'm in the public eye, but make sure that uh, any broadcast protections that you don't override somebody and do a little research ahead of time. What are the legal ramifications in your area on top of the uh, the national information? See, that is good advice. And I have rarely seen where this happens. It's never happened to me, thank goodness, but where a guest came on and they accidentally said something about their business and HR just got them and it had to be taken down. And I've seen that happen to a lot of people. So if you're talking, I guess, with somebody who's largely representing a company, or even if they're not representing a company, but they're part of a company and HR gets a hold of it, holy cow. Yep. So make sure you're asking these questions. Well, and you know, a lot of those folks that are in the financial services industry. Uh, when it comes to your um, investor investments and things like that, you've got things you can and cannot say or publish. So you have to know what is legal in your specific uh, industry before you get on these things. And so you see a lot of uh, financial services people don't do things like that for that reason. But make sure that you and your guests understand what the... Uh, issues are and are they able to talk about it because of disclaimers that they have to give out or not regulated by or whatever the case may be and i wanted it this is true and i wanted to ask you too i'm going back to business podcasts so and i wrote down some notes and i wrote down is a detailed marketing strategy within the business plan is crucial for promoting the podcast reaching potential customers and achieving business objectives that's where the, the planning comes in. What are your business objectives, right? Well, yeah, right. You need to know what you're expecting to get out of this. If it's just you want to put it out there for informational, hopefully somebody will recognize your name and come back. But it's just like you, without your podcast, you have a marketing plan. If you don't, you better yeah. you know how to grow that business. And how you're going to market the podcast, and that's where we talked about having all right, for this month, I want to do this topic. For this month, I want to do this topic and write on down the road so that you know what you can, you know, where you're going to be going. But if you don't plan ahead of time because your marketing takes time to create on this because you're going to have to advertise your podcast, or, or I should say advertise, but promote it, uh, whatever fees that you're on. And if you don't have a track to follow, 
you're going to be talking about this subject. Well, that's not even in your future that you're not going to do. So making sure you stay consistent with the message that you're sharing to get people to back to listen to it. And again, make sure that that you set your goals. You've got business goals that you want to meet every year. Well, how does your podcast fit into your business goals? You know, I've seen people that, you know, this is just all they are is it's the megaphone. Instead of standing on a street corner with a megaphone, they're doing podcasts. But they know that they're not expecting the return, but they're hoping, you know, their long-term goal is name recognition. So, you know, Dave Brown's out there on his podcast and all of a sudden, well, I want to do this. And wait a minute, somebody's going to say, I heard Dave on this podcast. I want to look him up. That's what you're looking for in any of this podcasting, but it's done by design. That's why you have to make sure if you're going to be a guest to get on the right podcast. Exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up again, because I, and again, I'll see this in the groups, you know, Reddit and Facebook, and they'll say, oh, just get on anybody's podcast. No, that can actually damage you. And we'll talk about that at length. But you want to get on, if you can, if you're ready, high ranking, highly sought after podcast. You don't want to go on something about knitting. If you're talking about business, that's not how you get your voice heard. You will lose credibility. People say, uh, what does this have to do with the topic? I mean, don't confuse people is my point. But, and, and we'll talk about this too as we go forward. But becoming a guest on a high-ranking podcast is really what you want to aim for. It really is. And I'm going to tell you something. This is a little secret. It won't be when I'm through talking, but it's a secret right now. A lot of us know one another. We do. And we share information about our guests. If we have somebody, we're like, oh, my God, this person was so great. Would you like to be introduced? And they always say yes. We are constantly every week saying, let me introduce you to this. He was just on my my podcast. I think it would be a perfect fit for yours. We want to be generous with our guests. And if you can get on one, you can probably get on half a dozen others because we're going to share. Well, absolutely. You know, and I've had that happen where, you know, people have referred me to their other one. They know each other, but they also know what their podcasts are about. Exactly. You've got a crossover audience. Um, I've turned down several uh, guest appearances on a podcast because it's not my topic. And before I even guess, you know, I want to go in and I want to listen to a few episodes. So I just got a message the other day about one of going back through and I'm listening because I want to make sure how it progresses. I don't want to listen to just one. I want to hear a couple of them to see if it's a fitting for me. And people are going to do the same to yours as you get started. They're going to want to listen to that. Yeah. In the early days, it's going to be tough. You look at, okay, who do I know in this space or who can refer me to someone to get the quality people on your podcast, if you're going to go that route. And how long is your podcast going to be? That's another key factor. If you're going to do it for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, those things are going to be uh, planned out ahead of time, regardless of what type of podcast you have. And the other part of that is don't, you may want to start out as, all right, I'm going to start out once a month. Oh, don't so you bother. Do it on the first it's Monday of every month. It, but don't know. bother. It's you're not going to have any traction ever. Well, but and you want to make sure that whatever schedule you set up, again, it's commitment. Right. You show up, but be careful not to overstretch yourself. Well, there is that. I started out just doing Fridays. And then, and I blame my friend all the time for this. Her name is Devin Blaine, and she's got a, a PR company in Hollywood. And Beverly Hills, I'm sorry. I, I never can remember what town she's in. It's all blurred <laughs> me. But she started sending some very high-level guest suggestions along with their books. And because I'm booked so far out, I hate saying, okay, you know, you can come on three months from now. I just, I hate that. So I started doing Mondays as well. And then, of course, our, our mutual friend, Bengay the Third, and I, you know, co-host on Wednesdays, which is just pure old fashioned 
fun. We just have the best time. But I went from Fridays only for many years to now Monday and Friday, and I'm still booked. I'm still getting to the point where I'm now overbooked. It's not a bad thing to have, but I hate putting people out two months. It's like, oh, geez. But one thing I hear a lot, and I hear this from other hosts and I hear it from guests, because I'll, I'll tell my guests, okay, you know, we are like this one today that we're doing right now, it's going to be out live in a couple of hours. It's, you know, you'll be able to find it everywhere because of the RSS feed. And guests will say, really? I don't have to wait? No, it's done. We're done. We're doing this live. It's done. It's out there. Really? And they're very excited by that because it's work. They have to clear their schedule. They have to get their talking points. They have to do a pre-interview with me. You don't come on my show without that. That's, it's never going to happen. And they're like, oh, really? I can share it today? Yes, you can. And they, they find that very exciting. So I think that's a big gap in the podcast industry. If you're going to do it, do it as live as you can or get it out there as quickly as you can. Well, and make sure that your guests are have a following too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you want them to, to promote, hey, I'm going to be on Denise's podcast. You know, stay tuned. We're going to put the link on here. And you just ahead of time and you get people to listen to it and the comments you'll get back. All right. I can use that. Okay. I can do better next time on this, this, or this people like this or that. And so you're going to get a lot of feedback from friends. Oh yeah. yeah. Listen to them. And, and here's the thing. And, you know, David and I are, are both, I'm talking to the audience. Now we are both very passionate about this. He's a, a great guest. He's been on many of my friends, my podcast host friends podcast and, you know, he comes here whenever I ask him, we have fun. It And I've always said the minute I stop having fun with my podcast and it becomes a chore, I'm done. So far Absolutely. it hasn't happened. But, but again, I can't stress this enough. I get to meet people from all over the world. The Netherlands, London. My guest a week or two ago is from London. And he's a you know, repeat guest everywhere. And I learn from them. I learn I mean, I'm just fascinated listening to these people. So keep that curiosity factor going. Stay curious, stay engaged, stay committed, and you will be successful having a podcast. Yeah. And your excitement for what you do will show up in your voice. It does. It really, really does. Listen, we, oh, we are running out of time. Is David, do you have any kind of, you know, suggestions or what? I don't know. Last thought. Well, do you have any the only thing I would say in closing on our end would be if you're thinking about it or you're just getting started, if you haven't wrote out a, a, a simple plan at least, do it today. Sit down and say, okay, this is why I got, I'm doing the podcast. This is what I want to get out of it. But plan, look at your next three to six months. What are you doing? You know, the farther out as you can say, I want something on this topic. But lay out a plan. You don't go on vacation without having some sort of plan for an itinerary or I'm going to stay here. I'm flying out here. I'm traveling here. Do the same thing with your podcast. It doesn't have to be huge. No, but do something in a, in a written form. Right. And now I want to ask you, where can people find you to talk with you about a, a plan, a business plan for a podcast? Because okay. I'm right. shocked, seriously shocked by how many people, because I'm starting to ask them when they come on as a guest. And I'll say, do you have a, a podcast plan? You know, what's going on now? You know, my, my PR person put me here with you, or I heard you, or I was recommended, but no plan. Mm -hmm. I, find I even have a plan, you know, of who I want to go after. I said, all right, I want to look at this, 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 and, you know, I got at least a half a dozen names laid out that, you know, I want to contact about being a guest. So whatever side of the microphone you're on, you still need a plan. And I've got a goal that I want to, you know, increase the numbers. And I've got it written down. And it's buried right now because normally it's right in front of me, but I've got so much front. But you can always find me at Dave. Well, the, our website is businessplananswerman.com. And on that, there's uh, free information. There's resources that you can use. There's all the podcasts on there that if you want to go back and find a different topic that you're interested in. It's on there. 
just click on it, but that's the best resource to get me. And you can contact me through there or email me at Dave at businessplananswerman.com. And you're everywhere. I mean, you're on LinkedIn, you're on Facebook. You and I communicate quite a bit on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Those are the two platforms I follow because uh, I don't want to spend the time on any other ones right now um, because of my scheduling. So yeah, those are places. Just follow us on those. On LinkedIn, it's you know Dave Brown. On uh, Facebook, it's Business Plan Answer Man. Excellent. Well, listen, everybody, what we're talking about to sum it all up is that incorporating a business plan, which is tailored to the specific needs and the goals of your type of podcast, not only provides a roadmap for success, but it also ensures that every effort made contributes meaningfully to overarching objectives, whether it's for personal passion or business growth, or maybe you're straddling both of those. We can talk about that. But again, find us on lives and David, I really appreciate your company today. Spending time with you is always a pleasure. And you already gave us your last thoughts. So I am going to conclude. So for our audience, your feedback means a lot to me. If you found the show helpful, please support us with a quick review on iTunes. Your input is vital in my mission to inspire and empower more individuals. So don't forget to hit subscribe, leave a review and share your partner in Success Radio with friends and colleagues. And be sure to go find David Brown on the web and connect with him. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next week. David, thank you so much. Thank you very much, as always. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Get your voice heard. If you would like to launch your own far-reaching podcast, contact Denise Griffiths at yourofficeontheweb.com and go to the podcast tab.